This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Misspelled porn searches by state. A man truly committed to mowing his lawn. Jenkins, did you shut down an airport? Where were the Cubs this week in history? And Rick's brush with Charlton Heston. All that and unlimited tangents, and I think we might have set the record for tangents this week on Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Welcome to another episode of Minutia Men with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. I think it's episode 54. Is that correct? Is that even possible? I think it is 54. And it's the last episode before we go on uh, summer reruns, right? I know. We can, we can squeeze in one more next week. Oh, when are you leaving for? I'm leaving on Wednesday. We can record it on Tuesday. Okay. You know, and, and then yes. we go to summer hiatus. Yeah, because I'm uh, leaving the country. So uh, all you uh, American suckwads can kiss my grits. Yeah, and uh, when you get stabbed in the streets <laughs> of, of some European country, that's great. It'd, it'd be good pub. There's no bad pub, my friend. Well, here's the thing. Now, from now on, when you see this story about a machete attack in the middle of a European city, listen closely because it might be me <laughs> getting attacked. You know, uh, I'm not bringing right. a machete. I'm not going to be the guy. Uh, I will not be the attacker. Yes, the attacky. Uh, well, I hope that doesn't happen. I know. Uh, I know. Me too. But if it does, resumes to minutiamen.com. <laughs> Looking for a new minutia mate. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, oh, I'm the bad guy for having a long-term approach. You know, um, I just want to warn you in advance that we may get interrupted. Uh, both of my college-age sons are now uh, in summer summer vacation, and they're both still sleeping right now so if the phone rings no one's going to answer it okay and uh if they do wake up if the, if there's some kind of miracle that happens over the next four hours and they actually wake up um they are they're a little noisy um uh, and and, 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 it, and you know this this really kind of gets to me as as a dad because uh, you've you've known me for a long time <laughs> when we were <coughs> when we were that age it was just like what more can i do what can i i want to do some work i want to help people it was crack of dawn uh you had such a zest for life i did i did you know it started the day with the street cleaning and then (laughs) you know over to the uh old folks home to do bible study yes shut-ins right you did that then we Um, did our magic show remember we used to do the magic show for little kids I still have a scar when you sawed me in half. Oh, I still yeah. remember that. Um, do you remember the time? Actually, I, I and if and I may have said this story on the podcast before. I remember when we lived at at the pit. You and I and our other buddies, our lawyer now, <laughs> you know, right? So we're, uh, I remember waking up at like I don't know four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, our yeah. lawyer. And are also a guy who has retired at age 50-something. <laughs> right, right, right. With, right. you know, like gazillions of dollars in the bank. Um, I remember waking up at like, you know, like let's say 4 o'clock in the afternoon, get, you know, taking a shower in that god-awful shower, you know, sitting sitting on the couch, you know, reading the newspaper, whatever. And then Steve waking up at like, you know, 
quarter after five and then you waking up at like a quarter after, you know, six and me thinking so <laughs> supportive <quarter> after six, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. That's, that's absurd. <laughs> but I, I just remember feeling so superior to you guys. Like you guys are sleeping your, your life away. And I woke up at like four in the afternoon. I'm know? pretty sure so. you have told this story before. And we now have an audio clip that I can play when you do that. You ready? Here it goes. Alert. Alert. Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Men. That's the end of the alert. End of alert. Alert over. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> um, before we begin our that's, award-winning podcast. That's, that's the best one yet. You, you, you didn't even hear it because you can't hear the audio. <laughs> but that was an awesome one. Yeah. Is, it a, is it a little humiliating for the Davester? Oh, is no. It, no, it's perfectly it, normal. It's fine. Uh, um, so, so I had a situation that happened over the week with my lovely bride and everybody knows that you're a dating and relationship expert. I am. So, yeah, they, I am. Yeah. Right. So I want to ask you, what would you have done in this particular situation? Okay. I was sitting here working on my recliner and Michelle, my lovely and, wife. And when you say you were working on your recliner, you didn't have your tools out trying to fix the recliner. No, no, no. I was reclining upon the recliner. Okay. Yes. Uh, but because I have scoliosis, which <laughs> oh, the, the recliner is really about the only seat in the house that I can comfortably work for hours at a time. So, so yeah, sue me for being disabled. Okay? <laughs> oh my god, that's a new one. Uh, so, anyways, I'm sitting here working, and my lovely bride starts cleaning. The coffee table in the living room. Yeah. You know, shining it up, you know, making it all pretty with a glass. And she says to herself while she's cl- while she's cleaning, you know, someday I'm going to make a really good housewife. And mm. then she but she walks away. <laughs> then walks away. What in the hell was I supposed to do? What would you have done in that situation? You're, I mean, this is one of these situations where you can't really comment, right? No, there's no I right mean, thing to say. Right, right. So I did what any uh, husband if, would. Yeah, go ahead. You did nothing. I ignored, I ignored it. Yeah. I pretended I didn't didn't hear it. Yeah. So that, you did it. You handled it exactly perfectly. Okay. That's the well, only the, thing you can say. When the love doctor says that, I'm pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been married six months longer than you have, my friend. <laughs> so I think uh, I know a few things. Uh, well, shall we? Hit, yeah. Oh, hit yeah. The, hit the La- let's launch. Uh, hang on. I, there is an audio clip for this, so let's do it. You're listening to Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. All right. What do you got there, Davey? So are you aware that you can get pornography on the Internet? Wait a minute. What? Yeah, I know. Uh, well, it must cost a fortune. <laughs> no, actually, Rick, it's free. What? I know. Uh, there's a um, site called Pornhub. P-O-R-N-H-U-B. Okay. Dot com. Uh, available on all servers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Never heard of it, but I'll, uh, I'll trust you. Um, so, evidently, Pornhub uh, is like the... Babe Ruth of porn. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, it is. It the, this is like where everybody goes for porn. Okay. Anybody who anybody who is anybody goes to porn. <laughs> okay. for, for. You're so professional. You're professional masturbators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, they just released the most misspelled search terms on their site, 
and they broke it down by states. Oh, this is, I got to hear this. <laughs> oh, this is great. So Pornhub, yeah. porn site, people come up, they do the little search term in there on their site to find things, and they broke it down by states. I'm going to, you know what, give me a state, and I'll tell you what the misspelled word is, and then you actually have to tell me what the word was supposed to be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> All right. How about Kentucky? Kentucky. Treesome. Okay, threesome. <laughs> okay, good. Spell T-H-R-E-S-O-M-E, threesome. Okay, that's actually something in Chicago I would think someone would say, hey, let's have a threesome. threesome. Yeah, that, that's true. That's a Chicago okay. accent. Um, okay, give me another one. Uh, how about uh, Mississippi? Porm. P-O-R-M. Porm. <laughs> the funniest part of this is the guy, and it's not just Mississippi. There's like 17 states that porm is the most misspelled term. That you go to a porn site and you search for porn on the porn site. Why would you have to do that? <laughs> that's yeah, that's really stupid. Once you're on the site, it's right there. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Nevada is Miffle, M-I-F-L. I have no idea what that is. Milf. M-I-L-F. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, right. Um, Texas, Lebzium. <laughs> that's a. Uh... It's kind of like a museum for lesbians. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, also North Dakota and South Dakota, it's lesbian, lesbians as okay. well. Okay. Um, now, here's a term, and I'm going to spell how this was misspelled. And you tell me if you even can, because I, I did not know what they were even getting at. Henti. H-E-N-T-I. I believe that that is hentai h-e-n-t-a-i and it's like a japanese thing isn't it like a yes cartoon porn cartoon oh i didn't know it was porn well i yeah hentai i think hentai is like that style yeah yeah i thought it was just like cartoon yeah well i think that's anime i think when you make it porn it's hentai oh wow so, yeah. oh, cool i just learned something yeah exactly uh and it's kind of minutiae i guess so that is that's illinois that is our misspelled word um and basically the entire midwest we've got wisconsin in there um iowa uh, indiana michigan carton c-a-r wait so there's like a like an underground uh, japanese thing happening in the midwest that i had it, no idea about yeah it appears and they're pervert or they're they're a little perverted okay yeah. uh michigan is carton c-a-r-t-o-n now i've been in the paper and packaging business for a very long time <laughs> maybe they were i don't know what they were going at i think they were looking for cartoon there okay uh but let's you know Let's give some of these guys, and I'm just going to go on a limb here that most of these guys are men, or that most of these people are men. (laughs) Um, It's difficult to type with one hand, okay? Oh, I see what you're saying there. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, now we've given some people some minutiae for today, so that's very Hold on. I've got got a little bit more. Okay. I also, so I went and found a, um, what the most search terms pornographic search terms on the entire internet is okay all right so it's not just site let me just give you a couple of these um some of them are reasonable sexy boobs okay awesome that's that's right um 
webcam girl see you question mark <laughs> what <laughs> webcam girl see you like uh, oh okay web- yeah that's like a texting shorthand right right it's like you okay. know you want to know <clears throat> if the cam can see you and yeah. i don't have an answer to that question nearby gaps oh oh wondering if they can see you right. exactly <laughs> right that's what i think this is getting at right um you know anonymity i think is probably pretty good when you're on a porn site um this is very weird nearby gap store now why is that porn i don't know but the next search term that comes right after it is gap come in pants return policy i am not kidding oh my god (laughs) so uh and my favorite one eugene levy sex i'm not kidding okay eugene levy Second City, Eugene. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know who he is. <laughs> I just don't think of him when I think of it in these terms. Okay. So there you go. That's my uh, point. Well, you know, people ask us, so how would your show be different if it was ever like on the radio? I think that, that first be- segment would not have happened. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Although I've listened to some radio shows in this community of Chicago that this could possibly have been on. You think so? Yeah, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, I've got kind of, a uh, a little more of a wholesome uh, story for you. Um, this is a story that has kind of gone viral over the last couple of days. It's it. There is a picture of a guy in Canada who was mowing his lawn as a tornado was coming towards his house. And if you want to look it up, just uh, type in uh, you know Canadian man tornado eugene levy yeah <laughs> i don't know how to spell Can- yeah, canadian um let's see it's uh his name is thunis west thunis thunis t-h-e-u-n-i-s or thunis i'm thunis i'm gonna say okay. wessels and he lives in alberta canada and he was mowing his lawn and he saw that there was a tornado and and his wife and, and daughter came out and said, dad, you got to come inside. There's a tornado coming. He goes, I've almost finished with the lawn that he turned over his shoulder and he saw the thing coming. He goes, I've got my eye on it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got my eye on it. Things are covered right here. No worries, honey. Look at the begonias. I got everything covered. Now, one of the reasons I love this story other than the picture, if you can find the picture, uh, you've, you've got to look at it because I mean, there's something about seeing a tornado coming and this man, this man like, loop de doop de doo mowing my lawn. Um, but actually, something like this almost happened to me once. And I was one of one of my strange quirks, and I have mentioned some of them in the past, but this is one that is kind of odd. I like sitting in the garage with the garage door open during thunderstorms and rainstorms and just yeah. and just you know enjoying the rain i, I just I, something about it i just i enjoy it i sit out there i listen to a cubs game or whatever and on the radio and and just enjoy the rain well one year about i'd say five years ago i was doing that and all of a sudden, it got a little windy. I'm gonna say yeah. pretty darn windy. And and the uh, the patio furniture that we have uh, on our deck just blew across the lawn. And I thought, you know, it's maybe getting a little too much. 
I think I'll just go inside. I got inside and my family was huddled in the basement <laughs> because it was a tornado. And they didn't tell you. <laughs> and well, they, they, cause it happened so fast, it, you know, that it just came and happened so fast. So I got inside, went downstairs and all of a sudden all the power went out and it was just black for about five to 10 seconds. Right. Really bad for about five to 10 seconds. Got out, went outside and a tornado had gone right down our street and torn up trees down the entire street. Oh, that's amazing. And the power was out for like six or seven days. And, you know, the next day in the newspaper, there was a map in the Daily Herald of where this tornado went. And it literally went right down my street. And I had been sitting in the garage watching it. Uh, But the real question is, what was the Cub score? Yes, that you were yeah, listening to? that's a good question. It was about five years ago, so they were losing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's my minutia for this week. I'm glad you're not dead. Thank you. You have some minutia to share with us as well? Uh, fire up the Jenkins. Oh, here we go. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! I think we've never used audio better than in this show. Oh, I mean, it's seamless. It's right? seamless. It's like... A- it's like uh, you're like an air traffic controller with the with the jingles. Right? Yeah, yeah, I am. Speaking of air traffic controllers, uh, this this is it's, that's called a segue. Gotcha. Um, power outage at British Airways that disrupted tens of thousands of people's travels last weekend stemmed from a staff blunder of a of a human being, probably by the name of Jenkins, <laughs> that just turned off all power. To their servers according to the times a power supply unit at the center of the outage was in perfect working orders working order until jenkins showed up and it was delivered deliberately shut down and triggered the disturbance by a shut off valve button that was depressed so evidently this guy goes to work like I Wait a minute. <clears throat> this is the story that this was like in the in the news is one of the like main stories last week right yes <clears throat> the, the, they are thinking are you all right there do you need the heimlich yeah I'm, I'm fine i'm fine you know what your your son's upstairs will be come, come to your rescue <laughs> any minute <laughs> just like they did during the tornado <laughs> right uh yes evidently now it's coming out that there was a there is a button on this system that hopefully says do not touch button. <laughs> Unbelievable, because they were thinking it might have been some sort of a Russian hacking or some kind of a terrorist attack, and it, it's just some guy in a basement somewhere. It's a maintenance con- contractor that accidentally switched the supply off, basically, and they think it's because they pressed this button. Now I don't like I don't think the button says, you know power on and off i would hope not at least but there is one button at the british airways parent company (laughs) that if you press everything gets shut down yeah i'm gonna say that's a design flaw yeah exactly um that reminds me this is kind of an unrelated story uh and if i told this before tell me the jingle i got the jingle ready to go (laughs) yeah get the get your finger on the jingle button not the power off button uh we had just mentioned Steve Quinn, one of our roommates who's retired. Him and his wife were here visiting 
this is before kids, so this is, what, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, Steve and Susan were here, and Susan gets up at, like, some ungodly hour, like 3.30 in the morning, for whatever reason. She just can't sleep past 3.30. So we had the burglar alarm going on and, you know, activated on the house. So I gave her a remote that's that was able to turn off the burglar alarm. So if she wanted to go outside and have coffee on the patio or whatever, she could without, you know, putting on the the the, the burglar alarm. Um, so in the middle of the night, like at 420, all of a sudden our burglar alarm goes off and police come sirens, the whole thing. And on the pad, that pad that I gave her. There was like an on switch and off switch, and there was a big red button that had like a police <laughs> badge on it. She pressed that one, oh, the boy. panic button. So, <laughs> so this day is like, why did you press the red button? Did I did I tell did I tell the story of of Johnny sleeping in the garage on the on this podcast? No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, so I mean, this also involves a panic button. So there was a. About three weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago, my son Johnny, my middle son, he works at a bowling alley. At, and they get they get off of work at you know like two in the morning or something or right. three in the morning, and we usually leave the back door open for him because he doesn't have a, a house key. Because you know we can't trust just anybody with a house key. <laughs> a twenty year old kid right. with a house key, absolutely, yeah, exactly. But so anyway, we left and we have a pit bull. So I'm not worried about someone coming into the house. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) That's our alarm system. Um, But anyway, uh, Johnny, we accidentally locked the back door on him. And so he couldn't get in the house. And instead of like ringing the doorbell like a normal human being would or calling us, he texted us, which nobody can hear. I mean, of course, you're you're sleeping. So. It, he decided that the only logical thing to do was to sleep in the car. And he did. He slept in the minivan for the night. And the only reason I found this out was because in the middle of the night, he rolled over onto the panic button on the keychain. Oh, oh, and it, oh. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, some jerks got their car alarm going. And then I look out there and I see it's our car. And, and you know the garage door is open, and the the thing I'm thinking someone's breaking into breaking our car. Of course, of course. And Johnny comes running out. No, it's just me. It's me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so. Did I ever tell you the story? I'm sure I did. I don't know if I did it on the podcast. We um we came this and this is like 25 years ago. I was still working at Case Paper at the time, and we came home from work, and the police were at our house. Oh, you have told the story on the podcast. You have told the story. Put it on. Do it again. All right. Here we go. Alert. Alert. Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Men. That's the end of the alert. End of alert. Alert over. That's we've never had that twice in one show before. Um, It's like having two triple plays in the same baseball game. It is. Um, What are the odds of a listener listening to all of our podcasts? Oh, I think most of them have listened to all of the podcasts. Well, for the few people that didn't or don't remember, uh, we get home from we get home from work, uh, and the cops are here, and they're like, "Okay, well, your alarm went off. You know, let us go inside. (laughs) Let us go inside and make sure that everything's okay." So they go inside and they come back down, and then they go, "You know, I think everything's okay, although your bedroom looks like it's been ransacked." (laughs) And we're like, "No, you know what? That's pretty much how we live." But thank you. 
Thanks. You know, appreciate your service. Thank you very much. We got to move now. Thank you very much. So for those uh, Minutia Men listeners who uh, have not heard all the shows yet, uh, is there some way that people can uh, subscribe to this uh, this uh, Minutia Men podcast so they never miss another one? I'm glad you asked. First of all, you can go um, to the Radio Misfits um, po- or, uh, website, radiomisfits.com. And you can listen to our show as well as the 20 other great shows. In fact, there may even be more than 20. I don't know. Um, on the website. So you can just download them from your computer. You can listen to Minutia Men that way. If you want to subscribe, which is the perfect way to do it so you don't miss anything, Rick, uh, you can go to iTunes. You can go to Google Play. You can go to Stitcher. Um, so there's very, And it's very, very easy. You press a button and it won't turn off the power to British Airways That's when right. you press it. Um, and then every, um, well, Thursday morning, uh, you'll get a little ding in your mailbox and a little spring in your step because there'll be a new Minutia Men uh, episode. You can, you can like it uh, on those uh, sites that we talked about. You can rate it. Yeah. You can write a little review, positive yeah. only, yeah. Uh, uh, at uh, at any of those places. And, and you know, be yeah. part of the program. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at Minutia Men. Okay, I, I've been a little Twitter. I've been a little tweeting fiend lately. Have you I saw that? somebody named Kofefe uh, retweeted something that you posted <laughs> right. this week. Yes. So, all right, it's time for our final. Or no, it's not our final segment. We still have two segments. This one is our Cub segment. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. Now, Dave, you know that I like. Going through uh, important historical moments uh-huh. and seeing what the Cubs were doing at that time, and and who you know, doesn't? It's, who doesn't? It's you know, everyone has the same kind of exactly. Habit. Um, but this one, this is a big week in uh, in history, uh, especially here in America. Is fact um, in this on this week in 1968, Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated in Los Angeles. I, I think it was today, was it? I think it was. And actually, June, it was June 5th. Okay. Uh, so just a few days ago. Uh, in Los Angeles by Sirhan Sirhan. And, of course, you want to know what the Cubs did, don't you? First question. Absolutely. Uh, the Cubs lost to Tom Seaver and the Mets at Wrigley Field, 4-2. to two, And Ernie okay. Banks drove in both runs for the Cubs in a losing effort. All right. This is also the week of D-Day. Okay. Allied forces hit the uh, beaches in Normandy. Um, of course, you probably want to know what happened to the Cubs. Would you well, believe that the Cubs? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, so because of military service, does that mean that we, the Cubs were particularly bad? Uh, they, no, the Cubs actually, remember, they were in the 45 oh, World right. Series. So they, that's right. Cubs were not bad during those days. Um, but what happened in uh, 1944 on D-Day is that uh, the entire sport of baseball took the day off in support of the Allied forces. Okay. Well, that's that's well. I mean, that's well and good. I think that should have done that way, don't you think? Yeah. And and while the Cubs had that day off, they they made a trade. They traded uh, Eddie Stanky to the Dodgers for a guy named Bob Chipman. Stanky went on to become a three-time All-Star with the Dodgers and led them to the World Series. Chipman, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that never happened to the Cubs, right? A, a crappy trade? That no, never. never. Also, this week, 
uh, in history uh, was the the turning point of the anti-communist hearings in 1954 on June 9th 1954 it's a moment considered the turning point Senator Joseph McCarthy is called out by army lawyer Joseph Nye Welch who says have you no sense of decency sir at long last and little known fact by people that uh, follow us is that uh, Joseph Nye Welch uh, had a granddaughter who married John Records Landecker. Oh, look at the way you just kind of flipped that around. Oh, yes, that. and that around. that uh, that story is in the book, and we're going to be at the uh, the 42nd annual Phonograph and Vintage Music Show uh, uh, yeah. this coming weekend, Saturday, June 10th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wow, that's a long time. Did I approve that? Did I yeah. 4 p.m.? <laughs> that's a long Yeah, that is. The, I actually, uh, I talked to Randy, who's running the, the the show, that we can bail really whenever. If, if, if sales are waning, okay. we could probably bail. Well, this uh, is in Union, Illinois, which is kind right. of a, you know, out. it's way out there. But there's a lot of cool stuff in Union, Illinois. I took the boys there a couple of times. So they've got this railroad museum there that they thought was awesome. Uh, it's a, So it's Donnelly Auctions is what it's called. 8512 South Union Road in Union, Illinois. And um, we're going to have lots of Landecker books. So please buy lots of them. Uh, and he's going to be signing records, right? I mean, records, Landecker oh. signing records. And he signed, well, last time, the last show we did, he signed license plates. There was a couple guys, wasn't there someone who wrote it that had a license plate of the word records? That's did right. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh. But I'm going to give you something right now, Dave, that, that you're not going to get from that book. I'm going to tell you what the Cubs were doing when <laughs> Joseph and I Welch. Okay. And yeah, then, please do. Okay. Please do. Uh, they had a doubleheader uh, in, at Wrigley Field against the Phillies, and they lost both games. So Ooh. there you go. Uh, uh, you know what else I'm bringing now, now let's swing the conversation to me yeah, again okay. um, you know I have a who album the who are you did you have I ever showed you the who are you album the one that's signed by all four members of the who? right including yeah. Keith Moon yeah um, I'm gonna bring that and see if uh, there might be some interest from somebody for the big who album that I would be willing to pay or would be willing to sell to a highest bidder you want to tell everybody that? what you paid for it no, that I'm not going to. Okay. No, I'm going to do it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, now that college is, my lovely daughter is graduating in a week or so from uh, grammar school. College is only four years away, my friend. And if I can uh, sell this memorabilia to buy her, you know, three books or whatever the cost <laughs> is going to be, you know. That would be swell. <laughs> it would be swell. All right, it's time for our final segment of the show. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. This is a part of the show where Dave uh, puts his hand in the Costco jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of the day I met that celebrity. Uh, I actually have a story about this guy, too. Charlton Heston. Well, I'd love to hear your story. Yeah, remember the Crocs and Brentanos on Michigan Avenue? Yeah. Um, God, this must have been in the mid mid to late seventies or whatever. Um, I was there with a couple of buddies, and Charlton Heston was doing a book signing, and nobody was there. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it was the, ta- the sad, Tony Curtis. Sad yeah. tale of most book signings, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it was the Tony Curtis syndrome. I met Charlton um, Heston at uh, at the radio station. This was at WJJD slash WJMK. I was with John Landecker show. We were doing the morning show there. But at the same time, Ed Verdoliak and Ty Wansley were doing a morning show on WJJD. And they had Charlton Heston on as a guest. And Charlton Heston at that time was, I think, the head of the National Rifle Association uh, or was somehow involved in that. And he was... It was the cold, cold dead hands. Yes, now, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right, that was right. his famous saying. Um, but we didn't have him on our show um, just because we didn't want to talk about politics. We never, ever talked about politics on Landecker show. Um but, you know, he's still Charlton Heston, right? No, so right, sure. so uh, Vinny and I got him in the hallway and convinced him to do a, a promo for our show. And he, he went into the studio and recorded this promo because he had, like, the most incredible voice. Right, it right, was right. just the greatest voice. And he, he did it as, uh, as Moses, you know. <laughs> and, and just talked about how God, you know, is going to come after you, John Records Landecker, and then lightning strikes, and it was just—it was just absolutely perfect. But the, my part of this—the the reason I put his name in the jar is not because of that story. It's because he had, and I and I've met, you know, thousands of people, but all the people I've ever met in my lifetime, the worst to pay I have ever seen in my life. It it was like a raccoon was on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have unlimited funds. Right? I couldn't look at anything other than whatever <laughs> that was. It was just awful. <laughs> Dude, you're Charlton Aston. Get a good toupee, right? I, right. I mean, he's got all he's got all the money in the world, like you said. I guess when yeah. you're in charge of the Rifle Association, you know no one's going to mess with you. <laughs> I guess, but you know, uh, you want you know Burt Reynolds for many years had like the worst toupee. I know what's right? wrong with these guys. Marv uh, Albert, come on, man. Yeah. John Travolta. <laughs> Oops, were we not supposed to say that out loud? <laughs> Uh, anyway, to find out more about uh, Rick and Dave, you can check out EckhartsPress.com, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, and Greg Gumble, what, did you get hit by a hair truck? Oh, yeah, no. uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaMenPodcast at gmail.com. And as Dave mentioned earlier, we are on Twitter. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with Opie Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast. Network, and we will be back again for our last show before the summer break next week. Another episode of Minutia Man. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?